Welcome to The Working Therapist with Hayden Bolick, a podcast designed to help you grow more, do more, and be more as a therapist. The Working Therapist is an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. We're glad you've joined us for today's podcast. So here's your host, Hayden Bolick. Welcome, friends, to today's podcast. I'm Hayden Bullock, your host, and today we are talking about the Festival of Trees, and we have two guests with us today. We have Kirsty Miles, who's not a new guest, and we have Teresa Copper, who is a new guest. Teresa is actually with Sand Hills Children's Center, and PDT has a long contract history with Sand Hills Children's Center. We've been contracting and working at Sand Hills Children's Center since 1997, so a long time ago. And PDT, we're very loyal to Sand Hills Children's Center, and we love Sand Hills Children's Center. So, Teresa, why don't you introduce yourself first and tell us a little bit about your job at Sand Hills, and then Kirsty will go roll to you. Okay. Teresa Copper. I'm the Director of Events and Community Relations at St. Hills Children's Center. And in my ninth year there, hmm. and my job is working with all of the special events to do fundraising so that we can pay PDT to come and do therapies. <laughs> <laughs> and we appreciate your job. <laughs> we appreciate you and your job. Yeah. We appreciate you all too. We, we love having all of your therapists coming on campus and Working with the children daily. Yeah. It's a good place to be. Good place to be. And so, Kirsty, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Kirsty Miles. I'm a physical therapist and team lead of Purple Team. So I oversee the contract sites, including Sand Hills Children's Center in both Moore and Richmond County. I've been with PDT for nine years now. And ever since I started working, I have been at the Children's Center. So Teresa and I started around the same time. I didn't realize that. Oh, there you go. Y'all came out on the scene about the same time. Well, very nice. So, Teresa, you talked about the fact that you help with fundraising or you're the director of fundraising and do all of that all year long. But today we're talking specifically about the Festival of Trees. Yes. Which is the big... Coming up quick. Yes. And I always (laughs) refer to it as St. Hills Children's Center's big fundraiser. I don't know that it is the biggest, but... Oh, it is by far the biggest. Yes. Okay. Yes. To me, it's a big deal. I love it. It's my favorite. So why don't you just introduce Festival of Trees, what it is, what happens, that whole thing. Okay. Well, the Festival of Trees is a festival that's really a display of over 200 decorated trees, wreaths, and gift baskets at the Carolina Hotel in Pinehurst. This year, it'll be November the 19th through the 23rd. And it started 18 years ago, Hayden, at the hotel with only 32 trees. So in 18 years, we've grown from 32 trees to over 200 various items. It is a wonderful family event. You can bring kids, bring grandparents. Everybody enjoys it. It is by far, as you said, our biggest fundraiser every year. And it runs five days, Wednesday through Sunday. And the way that we raise money is several ways at the festival. It is admission by any donation at the door. So please, you know, we want everybody just to come. If you've got a quarter, drop it in the bucket. If you've got $1,000, we'll take it. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, beggars aren't choosers, right? We're, That's right. We're we, good. we want everybody to come. That's right. But they can come and they can look at the trees and then they can also bid on the trees. Mm. And this year, for the first time, our bidding is going to be online. Oh. So that's going to be very exciting because after you come and see everything, you can bid and we'll have laptops and I'll set up there for you to bid but then you can also bid from home throughout the week 
Ah. If you get outbid. So we're nice. excited about that. Uh, but the festival also, you know, inside of it, we have a raffle going on. We have mm-hmm. Santa Claus is there every day for various hours. So families can bring kids to see Santa. Mm. I do recommend, though, that they try to bring them before Saturday if possible, because Saturday there's usually very long lines, like two to three hour waits. To see Santa? To see Santa. Wow. He's very popular Good on Saturday. Heavens. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Jeez. so bring your kids early for Santa. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Well, um, then, before we get too far into the Festival of Trees, let's talk a little bit about St. Hills Children's Center for just a second, because we're fundraising for the Children's Center. So, we should probably tell everybody a little bit about what St. Hills Children's Center is, what it does, what the money from the Festival of Trees does to benefit the Children's Center. Right. The center is a developmental day center for children birth through five. It was started in 1970 with one child Mm -hmm. and has grown from one child in 1970 in Southern Pines to two campuses, Mm -hmm. one in Southern Pines, one in Rockingham. And we serve over 300 children each year through the center now. We are very proud that we are a five-star center, and we've had, as you said, a long connection with PDT, and PDT therapists come in daily to work with the children in an intensive environment to help the children with disabilities to get as far as they can before they enter kindergarten. And I think y'all do all three therapies, speech, mm-hmm. occupational, and physical, right? You got it. And that's, that's kinda, what I thought. Yep. And that's what Kirstie does. Spends a lot of her time during the week doing is managing the therapists who are at both campuses and PTOT yes. and speech. And so, and Kirstie, you can help me with this. The way I see it with the Children's Center is we have a little bit of time because it's a center for kids who are zero to five. And so we have an opportunity and a little bit of time in these little people's lives to make a difference because really where they go after the children's center is school. And so a lot of times what happens to them at the children's center, they can either be put in a regular direction classroom versus a special needs class. And there's nothing wrong with a special needs class. Lord knows it's really one of my favorite places to be in the whole world is a special needs classroom. I love it. But a lot of times these kids leaving the children's center can go to a regular typical developing classroom and maybe pulled out for special services if they even need that. So we have an opportunity to really change the course of the child's life all the work, the teachers, the therapists, everybody. So really the money from the Festival of Trees really helps fund that opportunity for all these kids. Yes, and and like you're saying too, that it's the opportunity and the collaboration with all three therapists to make the biggest impact that they can in that child's life. And also communicate with the families and the teachers and educate. That's really what we're there for. And another thing that kind of gets missed is our outreach program Mm -hmm. that we support and we help with. Those are children under the age of three and not yet placed by the school system, which the Sandhills Children's Center relies on the school system to place those children that have those exceptional needs at the Children's Center. And the outreach program is where we're getting these babies and infants and building a relationship with the family, and they develop that level of trust with the therapist that we we can help to kind of guide them into the Children's Center where we think they're going to get the biggest benefits overall with the collaboration of all three therapies on the campus. So it's hard to just sum up what the Children's Center does. You said a lot there, Kirstie, because you're right. It is hard to sum it up. And for somebody like one of us three, Teresa, Kirstie, or myself, I feel so connected and I understand what happens there. And I, I just love 
what the work that's being done and has been done and will be done. And so it's hard to really sum it up. You're right, because really the staff there and the therapists there are really changing these little people's lives. And part of the reason we can do all that we can do for these kids is really because with Teresa, with all your fundraising efforts, a lot of times there's money there to pay for services or pay for equipment or, you know, we can spend a little extra time in meetings with families to discuss the child's progress or what's happening with them really because of the funds from the fundraiser. And because it's an addition to insurance money or whatever, because there's never enough of that to go around, really. Right. And, uh, you know, we get some monies from the schools, but Mm -hmm. that's only on a 10-month basis. And so there are two months in the summer where it's complete fundraising that is keeping those kids there. Right. So we definitely need that private funding to help with these children, because as you all know, it's two months out of a kid's life who's three years old is a lot of therapy missed if they didn't have it they could regress oh yeah so um and I just I just want to say I love seeing you all working so much with the teachers and in the classrooms I have a typically developing child there who benefits from (laughs) therapists being in the classrooms well, I, th- I think all three of us have had kids at the Children's Center at some point in time. <laughs> and I, yeah, you and Kirsty both now and I have in the past. And so we understand, even with the typical developing kids, all that they get out of that classroom and from just the experience at the Children's Center. And I think and then for a child with special needs, all that those families get, they get so much more and they get the collaboration of the teacher, the therapist, but then and just the whole rich school day environment that they get at the Children's Center is pretty phenomenal. It yeah. is. It's a yeah. very special place. It really is. So back to the Festival of Trees, this helps fund all of that that happens. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So exactly. we need the money from each one of those trees. Absolutely. The 200 trees. <laughs> Absolutely. As much as we can get. I didn't realize the event started 18 years ago, you said. Yeah, 18 years ago. This is our 18th one. And it was a group of ladies that started it who mm-hmm. had seen it at somewhere else. They had seen one done and thought, oh, we should do that for the Sandhills Children's Center in Pinehurst. Oh. And pulled a group of women together. And we actually have a couple of people who are still volunteering with us who were there that first year on really? that committee. Cool. It's been, yeah, some have kind of, you know, dropped out over the years and come back when they've had their kids that got older or whatever. But uh, we are very blessed with the volunteers and they've worked every year to make the event more exciting and more interesting and changing it up Uh, it's not the same festival every year you go the trees are different different themes we're always adding things in last year we added a snowball on friday night so and Mm. it was a huge success so we're doing that again this year cool we'll be uh dancing among the trees with tom burnett and the swing street band really how cool is that i know I missed that uh, last year. Cool. Oh, Hayden, that's a blast. I need to go to that. (laughs) (laughs) Neat. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a great party. And uh, right there taking place in the festival. Mm -hmm. Uh, We joke that it's become really, truly many events within the event. Because it's five days, we open on... Wednesday morning this year Hmm. with uh, another event that we added to it last year was the festival tree lighting. We had never lit the trees Uh before in a kind of a public setting. And so last year we, at 10.15, and we'll do it again this year, Ah. we'll light the trees and Bob Bailey from Mira is going to light them up for us. And Scott Mason from WREL will be there emceeing it. Nice. Yeah. So you got to light all the trees at one time. 
all at one time. So you're, it's really cool because you're kind of standing there and nothing's lit and then everything uh-huh. comes on at once. It's kind of neat. Very cool. I don't, Kiersey, were you there last year for that? I wasn't there. No, I wasn't. I wasn't there either. See, <laughs> so um, there's just so much going on. <laughs> there is a lot going on. Dag, I'm like, yeah, I missed you, the ball. I missed the lighting thing. Jeez. <laughs> like, yeah, and then we have girls' night out on Wednesday night. Yep, now that I know about. Uh, yeah, that, that, <laughs> okay, that, that, that I've paid attention to through the year. <laughs> that one I got. So for the girls' night out then, what happens on that? Um, that is, again, that whole day is admission by any donation at the door starting at 10 o'clock. So you don't have to have a special ticket for the lighting at 10.15. Mm-hmm. And the girls' night out, you don't need a special ticket. Just come on. And uh, it's cool. a party with the McKenzie Brothers Band. Ah. They donate their services and come and play for us. They have a member of their family with disabilities. And so our mission is very near and dear to them. And we had last year about 700 people came to that party. Nice. So it's a fun night. Yeah, it's a fun event. Festival of Trees. Yeah, I think it's a very fun it event. Is. I like it a lot. That's a, but I haven't heard the McKenzie Brothers. Were they there last year? They were there. They've actually okay. been every year at our girls' night out. And I think, I was huh. trying to remember exactly, I think this might be our fifth girls' night out. You've been doing it for a while. I know, but it was a long time ago that I've been to the girls' night out. It might have been the first year they did it, but I didn't realize I was hearing the McKenzie Brothers. Yes. Okay, yes. well, that's they, good to know. They've done it every year for us. And last year, because there were so many people, Steve McKenzie said, okay, that was the most awesome night ever. Every time I looked <laughs> up, it was a sea of people. So <laughs> he said awesome. he was definitely in for 2014. That's great. That's great. Yes. Good. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Well, then we can talk about the other events now. Why don't we just go through the events mm-hmm. through the week right now, and then we'll go back okay. and sort of describe what you'll see when you go to the Children's Center. Festival of Trees. Okay. All right, so Wednesday night you have the girls' night out, and then Mm -hmm. Thursday... Thursday, we're open from 10 to 8. Santa's there every morning from 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. But on Thursday, he's going to be there from 4 to 7. So anyone who wants to bring their kids after school oh, good. could bring their kids after school that evening from 4 to 7 and see Santa. And Mrs. Claus, she comes too mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. him. And she usually has updated pictures of the reindeer. Nice. the children always like to see the pictures. And she reads stories to them. Well, what I would always do when my boys were younger, I don't know, Kirsty, about you, but I, to me, to go to the mall to see Santa Claus was just about, I mean, I think I'd be rather have my fingernails pulled out, but um, <laughs> one by one or something. But um, so I would, that was always the way I got Santa Claus in for my boys that are now older. That's how I'd get Santa Claus in. So we'd see Santa Claus at the Festival of Trees, and then we were done with seeing Santa for the year. We have never taken the kids to the mall. <laughs> To see Santa, to us, Santa is at Festival of Treats. That right. is the real Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, he's got Mrs. Claus. He's got Mrs. Claus with him, so he has to be true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the reindeer are on the roof. When you drive into the hotel, you see the reindeer That's on the roof. Right. So. That's right. That's right. They parked their sled. They came right in. And she's got pictures of the reindeer, so it's authentic. It is. She's bona fide. That's what I like the word. Bona fide. <laughs> <laughs> she's a bona fide Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. Absolutely. <laughs> and it's a lot better than the mall. Right. right. Except for Saturday. I will tell y'all, try not to come on Saturday. (laughs) Saturday is is just a zoo and it's long, long waits. So come before Saturday. Yeah. Well, my people have gotten older now. Yeah. So, all right. So, Thursday. We have some older kids that request to come. Really? Who are like in their teens. Yes. We have several (laughs) who come every year because they've been coming for so many years. 
Cool. And they still like to go and sit on Santa's lap. Well, see, maybe I can talk my 15-year-old son. I don't think that's going to happen, Teresa. I'm just going to tell you. He's, gonna, he's, like, he's way too cool for school. That's not going to happen. <laughs> he's like, no. 14-year-old is not going to buy that either. But anyway, uh-huh. <laughs> maybe somebody else. All right. So, um, But we, we'll come see the trees. Okay. So tell okay. me what happened. So that's Thursday. The Santa Claus and Mrs. Claus Thursday. are there. Gotcha. Right. And then Friday, we're open again at 10, and Santa and Mrs. Claus from 10 to 1. And then that evening, we're closing at 5 for the snowball. The snowball will start at 7. Hmm. So we will uh, close down at 5. And if anybody comes in like a few minutes before 5, we'll let them go through and all. We just usually get everybody out. You sort of shoo them around, shoo shoo them around yeah. quickly. So you have to have a special ticket for the snowball, right? Right. The snowball is $100 per person, okay. and that includes hearty appetizers that you can make a meal off of, mm-hmm. and then a uh, host bar as well for the evening. Dancing, we have a big dance floor we put out in front of the stage for the cool. Tom Burnett and the Swing Street Band, mm-hmm. and they dance the night away. It's from 7 to 10. What a great atmosphere for it because it's beautiful. I mean, it's, oh, it's, it's gorgeous. That's awesome. Stunning. Great. And then on Saturday, this was our fourth year with the Festival Marketplace on Saturday. And right. that's where actual vendors come in and set up and sell Christmas crafts, handmade items. Some of them are vendors that sell stuff like uh, 31 bags and Silpata yes. jewelry, those kinds of things. We have a lady that bakes cakes that she sells, cool. holiday yes. cakes. We have folks that knit, handmade blankets, all kinds of stuff. There's a guy that makes kitchen utensils. He's right. coming this year. So how many vendors would you think and, then? Just uh, Right now, we're at about 60 vendors. Wow. And... Right. And we only have space for about five more right now. So I don't know if they'll be coming in before the festival gets here or not. Wow. So, yeah, it's definitely a great place to shop for those hard-to-buy gifts. Seriously. people who are hard to buy for. And it's free. The the marketplace is free for anybody to come and shop. And then it is in the grand ballroom upstairs of the hotel, uh, which is right above where the festival is. The festival's in what they call the Carolina Hall. Mm -hmm. And so you just go right up the stairs. It's right. I mean, you can't miss it. It's right up the stairs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Yep. Yep. So that's on Saturday. And then it will close at two, but the festival will stay open until eight o'clock that evening. Okay. And then when does the bidding stop? The, uh, the bidding actually will go through Sunday at 2 o'clock. Oh, wow. Okay. And yeah, this will be the longest we've ever had the bidding mm-hmm. open. Because of it being online, you'll get an immediate email at the end of the bidding to let you know if you won. So you can bid. Okay. You can be sitting right there beside your computer and bid all the way up until the – so you don't no longer have to stand next to your clipboard because that's what I used to do right. in the past. I cover exactly. and give it like the stink out of people to who are coming up to bid, outbid me. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's right. right. Or if you couldn't get there, you know, a lot of people would come to Girls' Night Out and then not be able to come back. Right. So now they can – you know, they'll get an immediate email when they've been outbid and they can – use their smartphone, they can use their tablet, their computer, and rebid or, or sit there and watch it on Sunday. That's very cool. And, I had, yeah, I had no idea that, that the uh, Festival of Trees in St. Louis had gone so high tech. This is pretty <laughs> rocking. That's we, we're trying to get there. We actually, it's been a, a lot of our patrons last year were wishing that we had been online because they missed winning mm-hmm. some auction items because they couldn't come back. Yes, I've been there. there. Yeah, to give them the stink eye. <laughs> 
Exactly. Like stare them down, exactly. like back away from my Crayola tree or whatever the heck it was I was bidding on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Exactly. So the bidding will go until two o'clock on Sunday. We'll be opening at 10 on Sunday. Okay. And Santa will be there from 10 to 1. And then at three o'clock, we close and we also pull all the raffle items at three. Okay. Very so cool. Yes. Buy raffle tickets up until three o'clock. And the raffle's amazing. We have a golf cart this year. We have a crib and a changing table. Huh. We have Santa Claus has actually donated an American Girl doll and nice. a pedal tractor for the boys. Hot dog. And I know we got some great stuff. Kirsty, your boys need a golf cart. <laughs> I might never find them no, again. You might not. No, you might not. <laughs> um, so let me make sure I understand this right. The raffle goes on through the whole festival. It starts Wednesday right. and ends on Sunday. Correct. And the bidding for the auction items starts Wednesday morning at 10. Mm-hmm. We do have what's called the festival first look for sponsors. And sponsorships start at $100. And every sponsor gets tickets to come to the first look so they get a preview before we open to the public they can Mm. come in at 9 30 on wednesday morning so if there's anything that they really really want they can actually buy it now right we have a buy it now price on everything and they can buy it before it even goes live in the auction Mm. Mm, at 10 o'clock so the auction starts at 10 and it'll go through two on sunday there's a buy it now price and the buy it now price is on every tree and wreath and everything Right. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Yeah. There are some patrons that, you know, just really want to give to the center and they right. will go in and pick something out and buy it right then just to give us the most. Yeah. We had one tree that sold that we did one time that was a buy it now tree. Wasn't it, yeah. Kirsty, a couple of years ago? That was my favorite tree that we did. We did the family game night. Yep. Yeah. That was a great tree. Yeah. It was a good idea. Wasn't it? I, you can take credit for it, Kirsty. Was it your idea? It was. See? (laughs) (laughs) She's so creative. I know. It was good. All right. We're kind of backtracking a little bit, but tell me a little bit about how this event, because I see people running around. It seems like there's always, you've got a lot of volunteers and staff to help, but when do you guys start planning this event? I really don't know the answer to this question. We actually start planning the week after it ends. Well, about two weeks later, we regroup and bring the committee together to talk about what went well, where our challenges are for the following year. And we immediately after the festival send out letters to all the designers thanking them for their gifts and donations. And then also we include a form for them to mail back in asking them if they would like to design for the next year. So we actually start getting designers in 11 months (laughs) out before the event starts. Uh, We actually have to order the Christmas trees in March. So we do need to have some idea of Mm -hmm. how many trees we need. The trees and the wreaths, those orders are actually placed in March to the wholesalers. And we have really nice trees. We don't have like your traditional dime store trees. Right. We buy the nice hinged artificial trees. Yeah, Which, that's a big question. People are always asking, are they real? Are they, are they artificial? But there are good trees. Yeah, because you give them to all the participants so that we can decorate our tree. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We provide the greenery. Yep. How many volunteers would you say overall that you've got working at the Festival of Trees? There are about 350 throughout the week with the designers, the hosts, the hostesses, the folks that come in for helping us set up, helping us break down. Yeah. And some of the therapists have been great about coming in and hosting for us and helping out. We have an angel tree where the teachers get to put on the items that they would like for their classroom. 
And we actually ask the therapists usually every year too to give us a few items they need for the therapy gym and we'll put those on the tree as well. And so some of the therapists have been great about coming and standing near the tree and telling patrons about what they do. So I get the angel tree. I appreciate you including us in on that situation also, trees with the equipment and stuff. That helps us out a ton. But now I want you to talk a little bit about what do y'all call them, the sponsor trees or where the teachers have a tree that they do for the kids? Oh, the honorary trees. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Uh, we select seven children each year for the Festival of Trees who are our honorary children. And that is so that the folks coming to the Festival of Trees can understand better what the Children's Center does and why we are hosting this event. Right. And so we have three kids from the Richmond County campus, three kids from the Moore County campus, and then one outreach child. And I don't think we touched on outreach, but outreach is where the therapists go into the homes and work with the children in their homes. And they're not on campus every day. Right. But those honorary trees we set up and the teacher will buy items. We give them money from the festival for them to purchase items for that child to go under this tree. Usually it's therapy items, toys that will help the child with their development. And then we also post the child's story about, you know, what has caused them to have this disability. Were they born with it? Was it an accident? Things like that. We tell the story. And the stories are printed on a banner by each child's tree, as well as in our program. So folks can take the programs home and read the stories if they'd like to. Mm -hmm. And that's been a great part of the festival for many years. And most of the children at the Children's Center with Disabilities, probably 80% of them at least, uh, come from impoverished homes. Mm. So many of these children would not have Christmas without these trees. Yep. So we love having those there. To me, it's a real special part of the whole thing because I love to read. I usually know the kids' story, but I like to read the stories. But also, I love to see what the teachers have picked out for the kids because they really know their little people and they get to really know exactly what these children need. And so I really like to, it's very personal. I like that. It is. It is. One of my favorites was for a little boy who was visually impaired and the teacher put the ornaments on the tree were tactile ornaments that he could touch that were soft that he could squeeze and then she also tied bells onto it so he could ring the bells Mm. and that was just one of my favorite trees of all time for the honorary children smart teacher that was good yes I love that that's awesome well I like to talk about some of the other trees that are there and some of the like Mm -hmm. some of the ones that the businesses do one of my favorite parts of the festival of trees is when the decorators are there doing their tree and y'all have let us in the building during or me in the building I'm not a decorator at all but we've been there to decorate our trees before but some of the people decorating these trees it is I love to just sit there and watch them it is amazing what these people do they're so creative God, it is phenomenal. And so usually I'm there with other PDT people and we're decorating our tree and we're doing our thing and we're doing a good job of it. But some, I mean, they're professional decorators that mack these trees out. I don't know how else to say oh, it. Absolutely. I mean, that's absolutely. It's awesome. So, and some are professionals, but actually most of them are not, which is huh. amazing. We have a mother-daughter team that have been doing trees for about five years now. Huh. And theirs are stunning every wow. year. It's really neat to see the different themes every year that people come up with. And I've asked some of the designers, you know, are you trying to compete? And (laughs) none of them are really trying to compete with each other. They're all just trying to beat their tree they designed last year. Yeah. 
Yeah. So they're really in competition with themselves. And that's why every year it gets better and better. Yeah, it does. I mean, some of the stuff under these trees is unbelievable. Like there's been whole dining room suits, you know, workout rooms. I know one one year there was this big white workout room, a treadmill and just like all workout. Very cool stuff. I know like Barbie trees. You've had like sometimes the tree, the whole thing's and everything underneath is pink. You know, I'm assuming Barbie, but one year there was a fancy Nancy tree and it was awesome because everything in there was fancy Nancy. It was so cool. I loved it. Yeah, there's been some awesome themes. There was one uh, Kermit the Frog tree one year. And then we also have adult trees. There was one Mm -hmm. tools and tailgating that one side of the tree was all every tool you ever needed for your garage. And the other side of the tree was everything you needed for your tailgate party. Yeah. Oh, that's a great idea. That's very creative. That was a very cute and creative tree. And y'all have come up with some great trees, too. Well, I think we have, too. Kirstie. And I love that you're doing a competition this year, Kirsty. I think, among your staff. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> Kirsty, why don't you describe some of the trees we've done in the past? Some of the trees we've done in the past, I mean, I think because of what we do and we work with children, we try to always make them about child-friendly or family-friendly. Like, Uh that's always our goal. And so we've done a lot of different, you know, in the past, Barbie, Thomas, um, kind of whatever is really in the moment Mm -hmm. for that year. You know, there's always an it toy or something. So, and then we've done the family game night and geared it more towards family. Last year, we did like a a rainy day theme. So it was all indoor activities for children and what to keep them busy doing when you can't go outside. We've done the week at the beach. So it was a week at a condo at the beach and also all activities to do with kids while you're at the beach. <laughs> yep. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. That yeah. was a good one. So those were some of our good ones. We've done a variety, but you're right. They're always usually kidsy themed, kids and parents. We like to make sure that our trees are always targeting the child or a family or what it is we do because that's kind of what we're in the middle of every day. That's the way we're geared to think. So this year we are doing a competition, Teresa. So what we're doing is each team, and actually one of our teams is doing two trees because it's too big for one tree. So we're doing a team. Each team is doing a tree. And whichever tree brings in the most money for the Children's Center, we win something. I'm not sure what we win yet, but we win something. <laughs> and it's going to be really good, whatever that something is. So we kind of have our themes already. We could put those out there. Like if the admin team is doing a Hot Wheels tree. And then, Kirsty, your team is doing, what's your team? Elf doing? on the Shelf. Yes, Elf on the Shelf. And then the blue team, is they're the ones that are doing two trees. They're doing Alice in Wonderland and a bucket filler tree. Like, you know, how do you fill my bucket? There's a whole series of books about that. Oh, that's a great series. Yes. So come to the Festival of Trees if you don't know what we're talking about, and then you can see that tree. But anyway, and so we're going to see who wins. And all I got to say is this. The admin team went to Hobby Lobby last night, and (laughs) I'll say it's, and y'all say on. It's on. I think we're going to win. Oh, the gauntlet has been thrown. That's right. We got our Hobby Lobby on, and so I'm feeling pretty good about our tree right now. So we have a budget for each tree, and the only thing we have a problem with is we're very close to our budget, and that could be a problem for us. (laughs) We may have to raise our budget. (laughs) (laughs) Only for the admin, though, not for the other teams. I'm going to cheat. No, 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 no. I'm I'm cheating. So anyway, but we're very excited about it. It's a great activity for us to do as a company, I think, to get, you know, our people involved and help them understand. Because in the past couple of years, it had been all the purple team doing it. And so we thought that wasn't fair. We need to spread the love around. And we go to see the Festival of Trees. We would talk about it as a whole group here. And other teams wanted to do it, but they really didn't have as much of a role with it. So now I think we're better off getting the whole company involved with it. 
Oh, that'll be fun. We've actually had several groups who have used the decorating of the tree as a team building exercise ah, from their company. That's a good idea. Which has been fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. To get them all focused on one thing. Actually, it's a great idea for a company. It's fun. It's festive. I mean, the whole atmosphere at the Festival of Trees is a great way to kind of get you in the Christmas mood early on. It's fun time. I love to go. Yes. I love to go. I forget who it is now that's doing one this year. And they said they were going to have theirs done early and put it up in their office. Hmm. for a couple weeks before the festival, hmm. starting November 1st, to kind of get people excited about coming. And I thought that was a cute idea. That's a great idea. Kirstie, do you yeah. trust an elf on the shelf tree up there in the office? Your elf on the shelf would be elsewhere than on the shelf. <laughs> Probably. It would not be on the shelf. <laughs> he would have too much fun with all the toys in the therapy rooms. Yeah. Kirstie had one of those ideas for that last year, like in January last year. She had her idea kind of pegged yeah. early on. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. But so, we voted on it. We voted. That's right. <laughs> there were several ideas over with Purple Team, and that one stayed on top. But we had a couple of good ideas, which we might use in the future. Save so them. we never know. Yeah. Yep, Save exactly. Them. We'll see how it goes. The only thing I thought, we're doing tabletop trees this year instead of a four-foot trees. Because let me, I, we probably should talk a little bit about that. There's some tabletop trees there that are there. And then there's some four-foot trees and eight-foot right. trees. Is that right? Are those the three sizes? Actually, we start with two-foot trees, or the smallest tabletop trees. Hmm. And then we do three-foot trees that are tabletop. And then our large tree category starts with four-and-a-half foots. Gotcha. And we've got four-and-a-half, five-and-a-half, six-and-a-half, and seven-and-a-half. Oh, wow. So there's tree sizes for everybody. I didn't realize there was so many different. I thought it was just tabletop, four-foot, eight-foot. Wow. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, we have quite a variety. And, you know, if the designers let me know early enough, I can look for kind of special trees. Mm-hmm. I had a couple designers this year. One of them wanted a frosted tree, and I found mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And another one wanted a flocked tree, and I found one of those. And uh, one of them wanted a really skinny kind of alpine tree. Huh. So it's kind of neat. It's sort of like looking like a forest when you have all the different varieties of trees. <laughs> I didn't know that you could request. So you could get like a hot pink tinsel tree or something, like a flamingo tree. If I can find one, you bet. We actually have a gal doing a pink tinsel tree with uh, jewelry on it. Snap. This year. It's, cool. That'll be cute. We have, I think, a couple of white trees this year huh. that folks are doing. The tabletop trees are just so great because you can put one anywhere. Yeah. You, know, you can put one in a kid's room easily yep. or in your kitchen, you know, even if you have your large family tree that you do every year. The yep. tabletop trees are very popular. Well, we're doing the tabletop ones this year instead of the one four foot. We're doing four tabletops. And so just so that we could sort of spread the love them out. But um, when you get going with these, it's hard to narrow it down to just a table. You know, we need more tree. We got we got a lot of crafts. We got we got a lot of crafts put on that well, bad boy. You can, you can load them up. Oh yeah, we're gonna. In fact, the ones that are really full, I think, look prettier. Yeah. Than the ones yeah. that are kind of scantily decorated. Oh. Yeah, well, in terms of just our tree that we got last night, there's nothing scantily decorated. It's going to be scantily decorated <laughs> about that bad boy. It is, it is. It is. If it's got a limb or a something, it's going to be something's going to be attached to it. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, we're excited. I know in the past at the Children's Center, and Kirstie, I, I know you're with me on this one, that usually the Children's Center takes a field trip every year to the Festival of Trees. And so the yes. kids go and actually see the trees. And I've been on that field trip situation before. And that's fun. It can be a little hairy because <laughs> yes, you've got these little three-year-olds who want to just sort of get all up in the tree. 
Right, touch it. <laughs> so, you know, it's actually a lot of fun. It's one of my favorite things to do with the kids at the Children's Center, one of the favorite field trips. So are they still going to do that this year, Teresa? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We have uh, some kids are coming, I think, on Wednesday for the tree lighting. And then I think there's some other classes coming either Thursday or Friday or maybe both. We kind of try and spread it out because we don't have enough buses to bring them all at one time. Right. Kirstie, you got to get on the tree lighting one. That would be fun to be there for. <laughs> you know? Yes. yes. Can, that's going to be cool. See, that's a good fun day at work. What did you do today? Well, I went to the festival <laughs> trees and watched them light the tree. <laughs> that's, are we, can we actually call that work? I don't know. That's pretty cool. So if the Children's Center kids go and see the trees. That's all a good time. Tell me a little bit, how much money will be raised? How much money has been raised in the past or will, are you looking to be raised this year? Um, we usually raise uh, between two hundred and two hundred and forty thousand dollars with this event. Rock That's our, our net for Good. the Sandhills Children's Center each year, uh, which is a small portion of our three point eight million dollar budget, but it's a large amount of money. Right. That's and great. Without this event, I'm not sure what we do to try and pay for all the therapies. Yeah, I don't know either. That's pretty amazing to think, you know, right here in Pinehurst that we get those kinds of numbers. Last year, over 11,000 people came through the festival. I think it just speaks to what a good job y'all do with this event, but then also what a good job that Sandhills Children's Center does in general and how connected to the community it is. True. And, and a big part of that is the therapist that you all have there. You know, without your great team, we wouldn't have such a good reputation and we truly appreciate it. Well, it's a good place to be. Again, where can you go and you call it a work day? We go with to see trees and you get the tree lighting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good gig. But no, there's a lot of work that goes into it. Kirstie's like, Hayden, really? That's what you're talking about? The best light of the trees? There's a lot of work. There's With a kids, lot of work. it is. That's right. There's a lot of work. I think it does speak to what a good event this is and how connected the Children's Center is to the community. And I think all, another important thing to say here is the kids that are at the Children's Center, I mean, they usually get all three therapies and their needs are very great. So it was, so you need every dollar you can get. It sounds like a lot of money, but that money doesn't last long when they need all three therapies. They need intervention from the classroom staff every day. I mean, and what happens, I'm still going to say it again, but really all that, that collaboration and that work that the teachers are doing every day, the therapists are doing every day for kids who have lots and lots of big-time medical needs. I mean, we're not talking about a little delayed situation. Some of these kids have a lot of needs. It changes the course of these children's life. The time that they spend in the Children's Center changes the course for the better. So that's why you really need every dollar you're going to get. Oh, absolutely. And it also changes the family. It is such a help yeah. to the families Huge. and a support for the families. Yeah. I mean, I think 240000 sounds like a lot, and it is a lot, and it's phenomenal. But every one of those dollars that are raised go directly to the Children's Center and the work that's being done for those kids there. There's no middle group. <laughs> right. And the cool thing about the Festival of Trees is when you walk in that room, I don't even know if y'all realize this, that everything in that room has been donated. The only hmm. thing that we pay for is the greenery. The trees and the wreaths are all we pay for. Wow. All of the raffle items, everything on every tree, everything under every tree. Because I don't even know if we mentioned that you don't always get just a decorated tree. Sometimes you get a whole bunch of gifts under that tree oh, that yeah. are part of the design and the display yeah so it's really amazing yeah it is you know we really didn't talk enough about that Teresa but really when you bid on the tree that's why I give people the stink eye standing next to those trees because you get everything <laughs> underneath those trees and you get a exactly. lot like the whole dining room suit and it wasn't just a dining room suit it was a dining room suit with everything that goes in a dining room like for example oh, wow. that one year yeah, or that, that fancy yeah. Nancy tree yeah. it, that fancy Nancy tree probably took up a 10-foot space it was huge yeah 
Yeah, and we're actually going to have a dining table with chairs again this year, and the top of the table is going to be decorated <gasps> with dishes and everything cool. you need for your holiday dinner. Nice. Plus, and I think they're even throwing in a catering gift certificate. Oh, my gosh. I know. That one's going to be cool. I can't wait to see it. Seriously, I can use a caterer. <laughs> golf cart. That, no, no, no. The golf, golf cart's a raffle. The, uh, okay, yes. so lots of good stuff. So, yeah, I think that's important to say that we have the whole, I didn't know that everything in that room was donated. Did you, Kiersey? That's amazing. Yeah, I did. Did you? I, it, it, I just think it's amazing how the community comes together to support the same cause. I, I think that's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it is. And we're blessed with some fantastic volunteers, you know, from the guys that help load the truck to the folks that deliver the trees. We have a, a local gentleman who volunteers his moving truck and two of his men to wow. deliver. We will locally deliver our six foot and higher tree. If it's six feet or taller, we will locally deliver it on wow. Monday after the festival. And he sends his truck and his guys, and they go all day delivering trees from house to house. Wow. Right right door to door. That's awesome. If people want to give money, or people want, or they're hearing this podcast, and they're like, I'd like to donate or give, or I'd like to go to, where can they find out more information, or how can they find out how to donate money or bid on the trees? How do they find information out? Well, the easiest way is go to festivaloftrees.org, which is festivaloftrees.org, and you can donate right there on the website. You can become a sponsor on the website. You can buy tickets to the Snowball right there on the website. You can read all about the festival, our schedule, what's going on every day. In case you've forgotten what we talked about in the Hours of Santa, you can check that on the website as well on the schedule. But that's the best place to go. And you can pre-register for the auction. We're asking oh. everybody to register before you get there because you have to verify your email address to start bidding. So you want to pre-register. And we actually, everyone who registers before Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. will be put into a raffle for a $100 Visa gift card. Ah. So get online, Hayden. Pre-register. Nice. Seriously. <laughs> you too, Kirsty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yes. Wow. That's, I didn't realize that. Okay. That, y'all are getting high tech fancy. That's great. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty impressed with your whole uh, podcast here. Yeah. This is fun. <laughs> well, I, speaking of which, I do appreciate you being available to talk to us today about this event. It is a great event. I mean, it, if you want some way to get into the Christmas spirit and really just have a good, it's a good time a good time then really go to the festival of trees it's fun it's right there at the carolina inn in pinehurst great atmosphere great event and all the money that is donated goes to a great cause a phenomenal cause so and one that's very near and dear to kirstie's in my heart so well thank y'all so much for allowing me to come and participate this has been wonderful thank you thank you kirstie i appreciate it Thank you. Thank you, Teresa. So you've got the website there, thefestivaloftrees.org. Go there, check out pictures from past years, get an idea of what the event's like, and then go to the Festival of Trees. It is a great event, great atmosphere. The Carolina Inn in Pinehurst is beautiful, so you'll love it. You won't regret it, and it's a good way to get in the Christmas spirit. So thanks, everybody, for listening, and I'll catch you next time on another episode of The Working Therapist. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of The Working Therapist an extension of the Pediatric Developmental Therapy Network. If you would like more information regarding this podcast or would like to get in touch with us for any reason, visit us on the web at www.pediatricdt.com. That's pediatricdt.com. 